Hey, Bitch Talkers. This is episode 225 of the Bitch Talk Podcast. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. Char is here. Uh, we are in a different location today. We are in Fairmont. Uh, we're, shoot- we're recording rogue style. Actually. Yeah, we're just running and gunning. Uh, we don't really know if we're allowed to be here. <laughs> yeah, so it might be a quickie or you might hear us getting thrown out. I don't know. <laughs> Which might be fun. Yeah, yeah. Make, th- make it even more interesting. Yeah, uh, don't forget you can find us on all of these social channels. Well, most of the social channels, I should say. Instagram, we're Bitch Talk Podcast. Uh, Twitter, it's Bitch Talk Pod. And uh, Facebook, it's Bitch Talk Podcast. And uh, we have a website called bitchtalkpodcast.com. We also uh, have email. I don't know if anyone uses that anymore, <laughs> but it's <laughs> the real BT pod at gmail.com. So come by, say hi. You know what we really need, though? We need comments. We need likes on iTunes, on Google Play, on all of those things that you good listen. Good news would be good, too, if you yeah. have something happy good to news. say. <laughs> you want to just say hi. I'm a list- longtime listener, first-time emailer, whatever you want to say. Just uh, pop on by and say hello. Um, this is a basic bitch talk where we just uh, catch up on life and because life uh, is moving very quickly, as we all know. Um, I think let's start with Jane Kim. Ange and I got a yeah. really quick. Uh, Jane Kim is a, a local supervisor in San Francisco. We've had her on the show um, when she was running for state rep. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we kind of, you know, we're, we're all friends. She likes us. And so we shared some whiskeys. We shared whiskey and, and stories. And um, she's just she's I don't know. She's great. She's one of our homies. I'm just going to say it. She's a politician that will give you hope. Yes. In a very dark, drab, gray <laughs> yes. place. <laughs> um, but she invited us to this like last minute fundraiser for a very worthy cause. It's called United Playas. And um, we had to do. We're on our side projects because we have different side hustles. Um, We were profiling her for something that we hope comes out sooner rather than later. (laughs) But we really, 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 really needed um, B-roll of her, B-rolls, beauty shots, or just, you know, the stuff you see when you watch a documentary and someone's talking and you see, you know, images of them somewhere else. We needed that for her. So we've been working on this for the last few months. She's been gone or very busy, obviously running a city. So they invited us last minute to this fundraiser and uh and a pretty is a pretty swanky wine bar yeah yeah i was at the press club and uh in san francisco so we were basically stalking her just yes. like following her as she spoke with people willie brown was there yeah willie I brown mean, no big deal former <laughs> uh former guest of the show uh <laughs> renelle brooks moon was there she um, was the mc of she was course. the mc and it was it was really fun but uh there was a moment and <laughs> was there and it was a busy day for I think both of us. We but were both she, yeah running around. All yeah, day, running so. around and trying to get to this thing on time. <laughs> and we get there, and of course, right when we get there, our subject gets there. So we had no time to set up or like look for shot locations. Yeah, we're just like following her immediately. We were also <laughs> running and gunning, and Ange uh, <laughs> was there, and we were in kind of a hot room. And I it was, was hot and her. it was crowded yes. because I was right in the front center yeah. getting. And, yeah. So I was filming Jane Kim's yeah. speech. Yeah. And, yeah, so I <laughs> saw Angie, and she just turned to me. She's like, I don't, I, it's really, is there water? Can I get some water or something? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So she just like. No, I told you I'm going to faint. Oh, yeah. Or that. I can't remember. No, I didn't. I turned to you and I said, I'm going to faint. And I was holding a monopod, which is one stick instead of a tripod, which right. is three, because I knew I wasn't going to have a lot of room to maneuver. So uh, for a monopod, you can't just let it stand there. You have to no. hold it. And uh, I had look to up. I had to look <laughs> up because I had to look up above the crowd and I had the strap around my neck. So I think I just kind of like pinched my blood circulation and it was warm and I was tired and it was okay thank you what I'm laughing no, because so <laughs> it was like a culmination of all these things and all of a sudden you looked at me and yeah I was and like, I'm like oh, I'm shit. gonna faint so I hand Aaron the the monopod yeah. and I bolt for the bar because like I'm like I'm gonna collapse I feel my legs giving right out. and all I'm thinking is like oh we got invited to the swanky affair <laughs> and now we're gonna call the well, ambulance which and not is fine that, whatever. do you remember so as soon as we met up uh, I, I was working a job earlier where, of course, I'm not going to wear something nice, right? So I was work, wearing just basic, like, workout gear. Yeah. And I brought something to change into, yet I forgot to bring shoes. So shoes and flip-flops. So I was already really affair. insecure about, like, Whatever. my flip-flops. And this is, like, Willie Brown and all these, like, fancy... Yeah. Anyway. It was fine. And then here I am about to faint in my flip-flops. Right. So, so, so I ran to the first bar, and they only had wine. They didn't have water. So I'm just like, fuck. Okay, so I run to the, the second bar. The first time bar. in your life that yeah. you were just looking for water and exactly. not Exactly. Yeah, I know. At a bar. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. It was and hard so I go you. to the next bar, and I'm like, do you have water? So I chug that water, and I'm like, do you have soda? Because the water wasn't helping. They didn't have soda. So I was like, okay, get, can I have another water? So I get another water, and then I'm like, I need somewhere to sit. So I'm like maneuvering through this crowd. Yes. It's super tight, t- tightly packed. And I bump into this one girl because I'm about to faint. Yes. And I spill water all over yes. her shirt. And I, she must have thought I was so fucked up because I could feel my eyes like kind of rolling up. And I was like, I'm sorry, it's just water. I need to sit down. So thankfully, I find a couch. And then that's where you came to save save the day. That's right. My I started pe- fanning myself. My <laughs> publicist <laughs> instincts came in and I just like <laughs> ran over to this bartender. I'm like, do you have a soda? So this place I need has a like soda. four different bars. Right. So the third bar you went to had yeah. a soda. And that's what nursed me back to health. Thank you to that bartender, by the way. Yeah. I told him thank you after the event, but I don't think he knew what the severity was. I haven't felt that, that way in a long time. I used to faint like that as a kid when I was in church, which was awesome because well, then I'd get out of church. But okay. that was... Tens of years ago. Yeah. I haven't felt that way in a lot. It was scary. It was was. a thousand years ago. Um, (laughs) Anyway, thanks for saving the day. And after that, we were able to shoot B-roll and drink wine. It was great. (laughs) Dance. The DJ was The DJ was, oh my God. Yeah. Dancing. And we met some cool people. So Yeah, we met some cool folks. And then, um, of course, got a drink after that, too. Uh, but that was a good night, except for Ange almost fainting. But thank you to Jane Kim, as always, um, for thinking of us and having us there. Uh, and thank you to United Players for yes. the work that they do. Yep. And we uh, hope to have them on in the for future. For adding inspiration and light into our lives. Yeah. Look them up. They're everywhere. And they got some big donors. I hope they got a lot of money out of that one. We're hoping to have the uh, the man who created United yeah. Play as Rudy, Rudy. on Bitch Talks. Right. Rudy, if you're out there. Right. Rudy Let's was kick in. It. If you are an old, <laughs> old-timer Bitch Talk listener, Rudy was in a movie that we talked to the director um, for, I think, last year when Char was out of town was and we were year? freaking out. When oh, we Rica, ghost rode the whip. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was in the movie uh, Kicks, um, and we interviewed Justin, Justin Tipping, Tipping. Just the tip. And uh, <laughs> Rudy's in that movie. He came up with Gorilla, gorilla Pino. Yeah, and Andrew's yeah. obsessed with it. And I'm it. like, I'm a Gorilla Pino, too, because yeah, he's so. Filipino. Anyway. So he doesn't know that we know oh, that we, we know, know Rudy. We see Rudy. you. Um, but yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, we were at a That's What She Said. 
Oh yeah, we were at that. <laughs> that was how the week her. started. Yeah, we were at that's what she said last week, and that was really hot. And I had um, Jeff's little. I guess she's my dog now too. Cokey, little Cokey, uh, at that event, and it was hot. And I'm just happy that she made it and didn't poop in the restaurant. She pooped with Ange outside. <laughs> uh, I bring you. it out and people. Yeah, you do bring out their shit. <laughs> so that was fun, and it was packed, and it was a great. It was another great That's What She Said event in San Francisco. We have one once a month, the first Monday of the month. So if you're listening and you're in the city, come by. Um, what else? I was at the Mill Valley Film Festival. I did a uh, whole day. I worked a whole day um, at their Mind the Gap Summit, which talks about women in film and tech. And it was amazing. Made a lot of great connections. Some women I want to have on Bitch Talk um, and trying to schedule that currently. Um, Catherine Hardwick uh, did a directing masterclass. She directed Twilight, um, the movie 13 with Holly Hunter. And um, this is, oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to screw up on the other title. Sorry guys. I'll Google it later. Um, (laughs) But she was great. And her talking about how she first pitches herself for movies was awesome. She does lookbooks. She is very thorough. She, um, she's just she's one thorough motherfucker. That's what I'm gonna say because she went through all three of her mo- Lords of Dogtown. That was it. Oh, um, it was a skater okay. movie yeah, yeah. with Heath, Heath Ledger, and um, she's just fucking cool. Like when she was talking about when she was pitching um, Lords of Dogtown, that there was another director that was supposed to get it, but his budget was like seventy something million, and they're like, no. What the so fuck? she came in and she's like, this is how I can do it. And you're only wow. going to spend 15 million. And she already came up with promotional items. She came up with everything and just wowed them. And she made the movie. Wow. So she's a badass. Um, and then there's the producer from Spotlight um, that won the Academy Award, I think, two years ago now. She's great. But all of these were badass women making a difference in Hollywood and in tech and kind of needed that after this last week. I was going to say, it's funny how we've both had really inspirational yes. week. Like, uh, Not uh, only Jane Kim, like but almost, also this. Almost every day was something that was just like really inspirational or empowering right. this week. And like, uh, it, I feel like it, it came just when we needed it. Like yes. On the brink of like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is one other thing I'll mention. I haven't seen the film. Our friend of the show, Dino Ray Ramos, I think saw this film either at South by Southwest or Sundance. Um, and it's called Mudbound. And um, the director writer was there, Dee Reese, um, her cinema, her DP, sorry, her makeup artist, um, her editor, and uh, oh my God, the person, the composer of her film, and they're all women, and um, wow, most women of color, and it was it was awesome. So uh, if you can find that movie, it's gonna be on Netflix. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I think. I don't know how the Academy now is doing Netflix movies. I think they are, they're on the radar there, I think. So um, it was just a great, great weekend and met a lot of cool folks. But I know Angela had a really good weekend too. Yeah. Oh, CPA? Yes. Yeah. So I, I mentioned it before uh, that my, my friend Annika, who was a She's friend of the not show you. now. Woo. Yeah. I screwed that up. <laughs> Racist. Uh, we were doing a video for this organization in Chinatown. They're called the Chinese Progressive Association. They've been activists in the city and throughout the nation, uh, involved throughout the nation in different campaigns for 45 years now. So we made this video for them. And um, I don't know, it was a really empowering project to work on because not only am I working on 
uh, am I shooting something, which is fun and I love doing it, but also it's a subject matter that I really care about. Right. And, uh, and both of us took a lot of great pride in this project and, and wanted to make it the best that we could. So they invited us. Uh, we were so honored to be invited to their event. It was like a $150 ticket to get in, 500 people. Wow. Uh, politicians, OG activists, just the whole gamut, right? And so we go, and they showed our video, and it, it was so funny because we were both really nervous. And we're like, where's the beer? Where's the beer? We drank a few beers just to, like, calm the nerves. And it was funny. Like, people came up to us and said that they were tearing up and that they Aww. loved it. Yeah, like, people, it really made them feel uh, what the organization was about. Right. And so, yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome. felt really good. good. And it felt really good to start something and to finish something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's that like? I don't know. <laughs> And just talking about our documentary. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, I'm still I under the seven year. I'm fine. It's fine. It's, it's going to happen. I, I like joking about it at this I point, know. but it's, ha- it's going to happen. Anyway, I did want to talk about something that uh, happened last week. Um, I went to a comedy show with Char and another friend at the punchline and really great comedians. Greg Baldwin and Ant were two of the uh, headliners. Uh, front, uh, someone else that we want on the show is emceeing oh, Emily, Emily Catalano, Emily who Catalano, I absolutely love. Who she, if that, if she's not bitch talk, I don't know what. The is. minute we, the minute she stepped up when they're like, "Oh, here's your host this evening, Emily," and we saw her, Angie and I just we were, were like, like, "Yes," <laughs> nudging each other. And uh, Dana, who went with us, had yeah. never seen her before, and Dana well, was raving about it. She yeah, loved her. I, I thought she had heard that because both of us were just like, "Oh my gosh, she's you know, it's Emily." You know, we were all right. excited. And she didn't hear that we had seen her before. And she's like, she's really funny. (laughs) You're like, yeah, "Yeah, we know. Yeah. 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 Well, it was an awesome show, not only because the comedians were good, but uh, Greg Baldwin, who is the headliner, he's from the Bay. He's from San Mateo. But this is his first time performing up here. So the room, it was a Tuesday night. It was filled, first of all. It was packed at the punchline. And it was, I don't know, 80%, 75% his family and friends. So it was a great crowd. And it was a really personalized set. It was, uh, Char was saying, like a lot of inside baseball, like he was saying inside jokes with friends in the crowd. Right. It was really cool. It was really touching because this is a guy who is a recovered drug addict and you know he's been through a lot so you know that this family and friends support is what got him through that and him being able to perform for them i don't know it was really touching i'm I'm glad you had a good time yeah he's greg was a friend of mine um i met you know working at cbs 12 years ago and like partied with them we went to mexico (laughs) together you're one of the ones that he was talking about like (laughs) you know we just and um what you know, like what his best friend um uh my friend matt and him would like matt used to say about greg when he kind of <laughs> hit his rock bottom was uh greg hit rock bottom but wanted to see what middle earth hit look like <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, like, that's how bad and they're, i mean like wow. I'm, we've wow. got, like we've got <laughs> stories for days on 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 greg from from the old days and he picked himself you know he picked himself and up and is now 10 years clean and mm-hmm. started doing stand-up comedy you know like he's out in LA and has been killing it and has just been like killing it at life mm-hmm. and now that he was able to come back and he like it's so funny and he, like he sent me a message when he knew he was going to come into town he's like 
He's like, you want to come to my show? And I was like, dude, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Are you, are you kidding me? And, and, you know, like, and sure enough, it's just like, you know, like all these, all of his, he, he's from San Mateo. So like oh. basically like all of San Mateo was there, was there. Yeah. And it was like all the peninsula crew. Right. <laughs> and they were, yeah. Like they were saying like, you know, I think they were calling San Mateo something that they would call like inside baseball. Got it. And, but it was it was a good time and super proud of him and you know like yeah he's got another podcast that he's doing he's gonna be on radio rehab we actually that's right while he was here um we recorded uh, a session uh with radio rehab oh that's cool gonna, yeah that's actually airing this week oh good so timely very timely okay well so yeah so we went to this comedy show and that was great and then oh. uh i decide that i'm there's more i know here we go <laughs> well and then i decide that i'm gonna go meet up with Put your uh, a on friend everyone. who's bartending and another friend uh out in my neighborhood so we go out so i go out and i love this chick behind the bar she's a badass and so i'm hanging out i'm having a good time you know meeting her friends were there too so i'm meeting these other people and then I go outside for a minute. As I'm walking out, I see this guy kind of stumble in, kind of drunk, right? He's a young kid, whatever. Right, right. So I don't even think anything of it. So I go outside, and then I hear him come out and tell his friend he's going to write a bad review. So I'm like, oh, God, oh, what happened, you. right? Yeah, so oh, I go back inside. Oh, bad review right Yeah, I, I go outside, or I go back inside, and I ask my friend. I'm like, what, what's up? I heard him say he was going to give a bad Yelp review, and she was like, he was fucking drunk, and I wouldn't serve him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, whatever. So I don't think anything about it. And then my friend looks it up on Yelp. And let me just read it to you. <laughs> Roland E. is his name. Hey, Roland. He says, was dis- one star, of course, was dismissed as soon as I walked in. Apparently, the bartender had a bad vibe about me because I walked in with a brown guy. White supremacist welcome. <gasps> Anybody of another race, beware. Can you fucking believe that? Did you write anything back? Yes. Oh, so oh, in Angela, retort, Angela Tabor is on Yelp, everybody. And I have never geez. written a Yelp review. You never write I anything on everywhere. I opened a fucking account. I wrote <gasps> a review because I'm like, no, you can do no, that. No. You can do that where, you know, wherever, but fuck you live. But you don't do that in my neighborhood to right. my bartender in right. my city. Oh, oh, oh. So I wrote, and you should have seen me with my thumbs, man. Oh, I was like, wow. gorilla peanut thumbs. Oh, <laughs> Anyway, Roland E. Smoke was coming out of. Yes. Okay. Roland E. I saw you walk in stumbling and upset that the bartender wouldn't serve you. And then as I stepped outside, I heard you telling your friend you were going to write a review claiming you weren't let in because you were with someone that was brown, in quotations. You are the problem with San Francisco and our country in general. Not taking responsibility for the fact that you were drunk and pulling the race card, in parentheses, as a white man, no less. I'm sorry. I never write reviews, but I couldn't let you talk shit about an ass- awesome bar and one of my favorite bartenders in the city. Learn how to handle your alcohol, and please understand that the race card is not only an insult to anyone that has actually faced discrimination Ooh. coming from an actual person of color, and nothing to take lightly, especially in this day and age. Boom. <laughs> Drop the mic, literally. Dude, I was on wow. one. I was just like... I love it. But, wow. you know... We need to, uh, that's, Check it's, it's really dangerous to say shit like that yeah. now too, because these fucking riled up supremacist posse can read that and go in there and want to fucking beat someone's ass. You right. know what I mean? And yep. like, it's just really dangerous. And it's the last thing that we need. We need and to be kinder to each other. And businesses don't need that shit exactly. when it's not fucking true. Well, and she's like, my manager is going to be fucking right. Pe- and she, she, you have to be tough as a bartender, yep. especially in a neighborhood that just has a lot of vagrants just stumbling in yep. at all times. You yep. can't just be, you know, 
Pippi Longstocking. No. I don't know. Pippi Longstocking. <laughs> wow. Really going I back. I mean, just like lackadaisical, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Redhead with No, but I just, can we just, can we just. I'll get along. Not be assholes <laughs> and just. I, and it's a lot to ask. I don't know anymore. Yeah. Don't look at me. I don't know. I ask that every day when I'm driving through San Francisco <laughs> <laughs> and walking. Uh, just think about your impact and your yeah, think about your attitude and take, take responsibility. Take a breath, you know, pause. Um, I have, I, should I shit talk first or praise first? Shit Which one do you want? Shit talk and then end with praise okay. because we need to end it on a high note. All right. So um, I have a fairy godfather who gave me free tickets to uh, Lauren Hill Nas. It's at the Shoreline Theater. If anyone has ever been to the Shoreline, anyone I talk to, it's not their favorite place. <laughs> That's it the first thing I said. <laughs> just isn't. Char, have you been to the Shoreline in ever or? Oh, yeah. When? When was the last time you were at the Shoreline? Last time I went to Shoreline? Um, uh, a year ago. Oh, wow. I went to a, well, there's festivals and stuff there. Yeah, yeah. We did like, a, I think it was Bone Bash or something like that. Oh, so it was a radio thing? Yeah. Did you have specialty parking and all that jazz? Or you uh, got there probably early. I didn't have specialty parking, okay. but I, yeah, I, I was there for like the majority of the event. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I would just advise if anyone wants to go to a show there, and I don't know if it's because of what happened in Vegas, that they were like super cautionary with security. But first of all, from the actual exit to getting to Shoreline took us about an hour. Um, and if you ever go to the shoreline <laughs> without traffic, it's a five minute ride. It's right off the freeway. Mm. So that was an hour, but parking's free. I guess that's a new thing where they just yeah, incorporated yeah, yeah. Th the ticket. That's been going on. I was just about to say that that's been going on for probably a couple years. No, no, no. Probably about 10 years. All right. No park. Yeah. The, the, it's part of your park, your ticket fees. 10 sure. years was probably the last time I was there. <laughs> to see Bjork so or it something. took us an hour. Fine. Then we get out of our car, cross the street and I look I look at the front of Shoreline and it looks like it's Disneyland when they're opening in the morning. Like just everyone <laughs> is at security. And I, so we at that point, show started at seven. At this point, it's like 840. And um, it still looks like that. It still looks security. like that. And so we're walking down, walking down. And I look to the right. The line is all the way up on each side, all the way up the sidewalks. Go, like basically. Wait, what day was this? this sa was Saturday night. This past Saturday night. This past Saturday night. So, yeah. So, it's after after uh, Las Vegas. Right. Yes. That's what, yeah. Right. I, that, that, that sounds more like why. Because I've uh, never had. Well, not I'm never. I'm giving Live Nation and all of that the benefit of the doubt. Right. Because I, I mean, yeah, that's, it's a little bit of a bottleneck around there. But there's, but you can go from all sides. You know, like mm -hmm. there's three or four exits that you, for you to be able to get in. And parking lots on both sides like there's not just that one parking lot so normally it's not it, it gets congested but it doesn't it, not, was, it was nuts like beyond like oh my gosh I can't handle this it well it was it, nuts and <laughs> when we're walking in you could tell that um either I I'm guessing that either whoever was playing was like how come the amphitheater is not that packed right because yeah. they kept telling us when we were approaching shoreline they're like you guys better hurry up it's gonna be Chappelle and then Lauren those are the last two people to perform that night so now they've already gone through I think at least three people within an hour and a half 
and the place wasn't full yet. So we're walking through and as soon as we walk through and I look, I looked at my boyfriend. I'm like, he's like, you can call it. I'm like, I'm calling this. So I just looked for a pair of people that were kind of towards the front of security and probably only had maybe another 20 minutes to wait. And I was like, I'm upgrading you guys. Here you go. And it was these two women that were super sweet. I could tell. They probably were drinking in line, but not supposed to. But they're like, oh, my God. Are you kidding? We love you. We love you. We love you. I'm like, just pay it forward. That's some good karma. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, here you go. Because by when we turned around and gave them the tickets, Chappelle was already on. So you so would have seen Lauren Hill, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so such that bullshit. was a bummer. But we went to a place that I've always wanted to go to in South San Francisco called Bertolucci's. Very excited about that. It's South San Francisco. You can see their sign from the freeway. So that was the uptick of the evening. <laughs> I had a glass of wine and almost passed out at the bar because I was exhausted. But um, by the way, if anyone's in the Bay Area has never been to Bertolucci's, they are the only other place that serves Golden Boy pizza. The only other place, and you don't have to stand in line. Just it might be worth driving your ass to Duh. South San Francisco. It totally is. And <laughs> Instead of standing in line with North Beach drunkards. You'll probably get there faster than waiting in line if, yep. on a weekend. So went to Bertolucci's. Then the next night, went to the Concord Pavilion. Got there a little earlier, parking free, but security line on both sides was still hella hard. But because we got there early, we got to see Raphael Sadiq, one of my favorites, and Maxwell hello i mean for the soul my sister was in heaven yeah <laughs> and that was her birthday gift um and and my late birthday gift to myself that's but some soul food right it there. was it was fantastic um rafael sadiq actually had um a former prince member playing in his band now uh dex which was one of his guitarists which was amazing awesome and um maxwell uh gave a little shout out to prince and played one of his songs in the middle of his songs so both were very it was just it was a great night um but will i go to a conquer pavilion or shoreline anymore no i'm done so uh <laughs> yeah the first thing you told me when uh, about the shoreline it's, i was like oh yeah, yeah that's my least favorite unless spot to go right unless <laughs> i go three hours ahead or something like get yeah, down but there you know, early like, it's not like the sound quality is any good no. or the no. lawn seats are any good you know it's right just, yeah right. no i'm good and and i have to drive your ass out there i'm thankful to to my fairy godfather um but I can't, I just can't do those shows anymore. The only place I think I'll go to now is the Mountain Winery, which I love. I, I love. still haven't been oh, there. Let's I do love, it. I love the Mountain Winery. And I think I spoiled my sister taking her there first. <laughs> so I don't think she'll ever go with me anywhere else now. All right, let's but, do it. I uh, love the Mountain Winery. I don't know if I have anything else to really chat up. I mean, oh, yeah, I do. Uh, uh, California's on fire, the northern <laughs> half. Um, if the you southern didn't know, as well, yeah, the oh, yeah. the Anaheim Hills. I actually, I actually just posted. I just saw you looking at a map, and I'm like, now what's going? on? I, I mean, it's literally the whole state up and down is. Yeah, there's like on 15 fire. different fires. And mm. what I was telling you guys earlier and last night um, uh, was that my like, there's a hill between the North Bay, which is Santa Rosa and Sonoma. Like, there's the there's this kind of hill called Twin Sisters that if that's on the other side of that is the other North Bay, which is, you right. know, uh, Solano County, Solano right. County and Fairfield, Green Valley. And everybody basically is just like, if those, if it comes over, if it comes over, then we're in trouble. And uh, I just got a text from somebody saying that it's starting to crest. Are you Twin fucking sisters. kidding me? The wind is changing. And I guess. I don't know. So oh, I'm a little it's trying to figure insane. out what's going on over there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, my, um, 
my sister-in-law has a house there that she's been renting out in Green Valley uh, in the residential. And, they, and last night into this morning, they were saying that they aren't, um, they weren't evacuating the city residentials yet because Green Valley is a mostly a lot of like kind of farmland and big, wide open acres and stuff. So <sighs> holy crap! And yeah, yeah. and you know. Um, uh, positive thoughts for our friends right. in the North Bay Sports yeah. and Spear. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, our, we do have friends up there and Ben and Brad from Sports Meet Spear, which Shar produces and we've been on a couple times. They're up there. They have restaurants up there. They have homes mm-hmm. and their families. Um, we know that Ben evacuated, but voluntarily, but probably now it's right. Who knows? And then Brad might be at this point. Right. So I don't know. I have another friend up there who yesterday when I was texting with her, she was just like, we're going hour by hour. She's in St. Helena. And then our uh, friend C-Note, Courtney, who's out in Hawaii, she worked up in Calistoga for a few years and has a ton of friends that are up there. And she's had a friend that lost their house um, completely in in Santa Rosa. I have a friend from Los Angeles who just got married in Calistoga on Thursday and that winery is now Gone. gone. Oh my God! Yeah, and then you know That's they insane. had that the Silverado, which is like oh. a world-renowned. Mm. What happened to it? Is they, it? it's the golf course is mostly burned. Yeah, the, I mean the, that's their. I mean Silverado is is a hotel, fine, but people go there for the golf course, right? And, that's their bread and butter. And there's a uh, wow. There was a the Silverado Open where they had a big uh, the Safeway Open last weekend. Like oh, Weez- that was there. I Weezer, Weezer performed oh, there, yeah. and all that. Was, yeah, this big festival, and there's pictures of basically the stage and everything kind of on fire. There's stuff that, Jesus. like, yeah, stuff that I've grown up with, you know, right. in the North Bay and everything. You know, you grow up around those places, right. and yeah, and you're seeing, you know, like the loose part of the Luther Burbank Center, right, is burned down, and what is it, the Santa Rosa Hilton, and like, yes. And also the Sonoma Hilton something, right. I think, is, it, I don't know if it's totally gone, but. Yeah, or, like, there's a Kmart that's completely gone, com- engulfed, and, like, and then they, yeah, the news was with the, uh, like, those fireworks, because it was a gunshot that caught fire, and it was exploding, all the ammo. No comment. Um, <sighs> no, I mean, just, you know, another, um, yeah. So, that's happening now. I hope next, but by the time this comes out, things have calmed down. Things have yeah. calmed down, and that wind. You were talking about it, and we were at the um, Concord Pavilion when it was windy, and then all of a sudden it was like whoosh through Concord. And I never thought about obviously fires or anything, right. but when we were leaving that show and we were going over the Bay Bridge, came through um, the Treasure Island Tunnel, all of a sudden it smelled like a campfire. Our windows were closed, everything was closed, and I'm like, what the hell is that? We had no idea what was going on. Right. I thought the Bay Bridge was on fire. Well, That's how intense the smell everybody was. was. Everybody's been asking. It's like, what started this? What started this? Because it's just like, yeah. it's like, I feel like we're like War of the Worlds right now. Yeah. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like a, out of a movie. Like, apocalyptic. Yes. Right. Well, Very. yeah. And not just Northern, but also Southern California yes. as well. Yeah. And, just and really. Everybody's just like, what, you know, like what started all of this? And I'm, and. I was uh, watching something on the news last night, and they basically said that obviously October because it's dry, dry, mm-hmm. and so it's wildfire season to begin with, right? And because it's basically that wind, and what the wind did was it created like a wind tunnel, and then the wind tunnel made it spread so fast that nobody can 
they couldn't they couldn't get a handle on any of it and that's and, and you're looking at like oh, it's just it's, amazing. It's neighborhoods that are just, it looks like when you see hurricanes go through. Right, right, I right. I think, but instead it's fire and they're smoldering. It's to the, like, t- anyways. Um, so at this point, uh, I just know that the governor had uh, declared a state of emergency yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows if we'll get federal help. Uh, they did approve it, I saw, but okay. I, I don't know what that means. Right. What um, we're going to get. But I don't know. It, it's... D- if you don't have renter's insurance or homeowners, uh, homeowner's insurance, get it. Things can happen. Um, and also, if there's other ways, maybe if I can find some stuff to post online, I definitely will. But um, one company or restaurant in San Francisco that has really helped out, at least today, um, and they put out a call yesterday, is uh, Petite Kren, who is Dominique, Dominique Kren. She's a really well-known chef in San Francisco and around the world, but she put out out a call yesterday and was like, if anyone can show up to my restaurant today at 10 a.m. and make cheese sandwiches and we're going to get them up to wherever they needed to, um, please do. And she got everything she needed and she had all volunteers and um, they shipped up, I don't know how many thousands of sandwiches just to get up there for everyone, but they stepped it up. So, um, you know, people are, people are helping people. So that's the good part of this (laughs) scenario. Mm But it's scary, and I hope that they get a handle on this quickly because it's not just, like, a wildfire in the forest. It's yeah, seriously, it's yeah. people's lives. Yeah, because, yeah, I've, you know, growing up, you know, and growing up around here that, you know, like, this is, you know, this comes Landmarks. With, right, and the, and it kind of comes with the territory of, like, stuff happening. Like, I, like, I remember driving through, like, Nevada when, like, you know, before when I used to go skiing all the time and stuff like that. And you'd see you, you like right before then, yes. you know, like those wildfire yep. and, but then, and you get stranded places and like that's happened before, but it's, it's not scary. happened, but it's never happened in the, nope. in a city like this. No, nope. mm-hmm. The last time I felt like it, well, there was the, the fires like two years ago, I think up in Calistoga, right. which was scary and, and devastating. Um, our friend Courtney was actually up there then, um, but before that, I felt like it was the Oakland fire that was the scariest right. and the biggest story. So, and I think there was that fire yesterday in o- the Oakland Hills too. So there was one in Berkeley. Yeah. yeah. Also, did you guys feel the earthquake yesterday? Yeah, there was an earthquake in what? South Bay, right? In yeah. San so Jose. I'll he won't care that I tell the story, but <laughs> I, oh, was no. the, I was in the kitchen washing some dishes, and then all of a sudden I hear my boyfriend yelling from the toilet. <laughs> Uh, well yeah because he's not from here no and we're on the top floor has he ever felt yeah 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 but it's we're on the top floor and so he hasn't lived on in there there before when there's an earthquake (laughs) and we feel everything it's just like the whole building sways so all i heard was like yeah there's is it an earthquake is it an earthquake and i'm like what (laughs) so all i saw i looked over to the left and Uh. we had a jar on a tall shelf and that thing was going for it and so he was riding the toilet when the four point, I think it was a 4.5 or something. So, yeah. you know, I'm just saying mother nature's not really happy with this right now. I no think shit. she's just, she has things to say and I don't know. We're just, we're in the way right now. So I hope by this time, when you guys hear this, we're in a, be- we're in better shape. Uh, check in on your neighbors, your friends, your family. We'll be at least. Sure. I have an extra room. Uh, contained. Yeah, um, but yeah, so uh, think of us when you're listening to this and think of our friends in in the North Bay and in Southern California. And uh, yeah, this is Bitch Talk episode 225. 
Bitch, please.